Is jealousy impacting your relationship with your partner? Or is it something that has come up for you in the past and you're not quite sure what happened or how to deal with it? Well, today's episode is for you because we are going to talk about jealousy, what causes it, and more importantly, how to fix it in your relationship. So whether it's happening for you in your relationship now or has in the past, or maybe you know someone who is dealing with jealousy in their relationship, hopefully this relationship will help you help them. First, I just wanted to mention that Relationship Alive is my offering for you so that you can have the most amazing relationship possible. If you are finding the podcast to be helpful, please consider a donation to help support the podcast. All you have to do is visit neilsatin.com slash support or text the word support to the number 33444 and follow the instructions and just choose something that feels right for you. And this week, I would like to thank Jim and Pavel and Lauren for your vote of confidence in the show. Really appreciate your support. Along those lines, I do have a another free offering. Of course, the podcast is free. And if you haven't downloaded it yet, you should check out my free relationship communication secrets guide. How many words can I tack on there? It's a free guide and it's my top three relationship communication secrets. These are the kinds of things that may not come naturally to you, but they contain the special ingredients that will help you stay connected to your partner, no matter how difficult the topic that you are trying to talk about. To get the guide, all you have to do is visit neilsatin.com slash relate, or just text the word relate to the number 33444 and follow the instructions. So again, free guide or I welcome your generous support of the podcast. Either way, thank you. One last thing. If you're on Facebook and haven't yet joined the Relationship Alive community, come on board. You can find us on Facebook. There are over a thousand people who are there to help support you in having an amazing, thriving, conscious relationship Every day, I'm just bowled over at the level of support and compassion and feedback that people in the community are giving each other. So if you want to join, just find the relationship community on Facebook, click join, I'll approve you, and I'll see you there. Okay, on with the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of Relationship Alive. In fact, this is episode 124. So if you haven't listened to 123 other episodes, there's still more for you to listen to. (laughs) Anyhow, it is so great to be back with you here uh, in the new year, 2018. Uh, Last week, we had an amazing episode with Emily Nagoski talking all about sex and the science of sex and desire. So if you haven't heard that episode yet, definitely check it out. And uh, I loved talking with her because she's so real, she's also funny, and she also sings. So 
what more could you ask for in an episode about the science of sex and desire? Plus, you are definitely going to learn things about sex and desire that you probably don't know. And yet they represent the cutting edge of what we know about how to foster intimate, sensual connection in long-term relationships. So I definitely suggest that you check that out. Today, we are going to tackle what is possibly one of the most challenging things for couples to deal with, and that is the issue of jealousy. Now, of course, it can seem challenging when you're not really sure how to deal with it, or if you're not entirely sure what's going on, what's at work, or why jealousy is coming up. And it's an area that can leave a lot of people feeling really confused, because there's this sense of if I'm, for instance, feeling jealous, which I have felt jealous in the past, I will admit that. If you're feeling jealous, then you can feel powerless to do anything about it other than to somehow control your partner so that you don't have to feel that way or something must be wrong in order to f for you to feel that way. So it's really challenging for you if you're feeling the jealousy. And of course, if you're on the other side of that, which I was struggling to try and figure out what the term is for if you're the, the jealousy, the jealouser or the jealousy, <laughs> I'm not really sure. But if you're the one who is, uh, who's on the receiving end of the jealousy, then it can be really challenging for you too. It can challenge your sense of freedom and independence. It can also make you question whether or not you want to be with the person that you're with because it can be perplexing if you are confident and strong in your desire to be with your partner and they're feeling jealous. What's that all about? How do you, how do you do something about it that doesn't compromise your integrity? And of course, there are those moments, and we will talk about that today, when there is maybe a seed of truth to why jealousy is rearing its ugly head in your relationship. And I'm going to help you get very real about jealousy and what's going on so that whether you're feeling jealous or you're the recipient of the jealous feeling, um, you're going to know how to get to the other side, to a place where you're back on the same page with your partner, you're collaborating, you're feeling good, and ideally you are healing the issues that are leading to jealousy. And jealousy is really challenging because it can leave you feeling profoundly disconnected, no matter, no matter what end you're on. And it also inspires really challenging feelings. So I'm going to try to tease this apart in a way that makes the most sense for you. I think first we're going to deal with the person who's feeling jealous. And then we're going to come back around to talk about what to do if you're the one who's causing, and I'm making those little bunny ear quotes, causing the jealous feelings. So if what you're doing is inspiring jealousy in your partner, then uh, we're going to talk to you as well uh, a little bit later on. So first, let's get real here. If you are feeling jealous or if you have felt it in the past, you know that it is a very uncomfortable feeling. 
and it can call it can call a lot of things into question. It calls into question whether you're safe in your relationship. It calls into question sometimes your own sense of self worth. Am I good looking enough? Am I smart enough? Am I anything enough uh, in general and particularly with your partner? It brings up kinds of fears of abandonment or fears of not being loved or fears of not being seen for who you are. So there's this profound sense of not being safe that comes up when you feel jealous. And of course, it can be to varying degrees. Sometimes it's just a little twinge. Other times it can truly paralyze you. And I've experienced the full range myself. So trust me, I, I get it and I know how hard it is. So that makes me uniquely qualified <laughs> to help you get through jealousy to the other side. And just so you know, I've also been on the other end where I have inspired jealous feelings in my partner. So I've been there too. And I've also experienced what it's like to get through it. So this whole episode is speaking both from my own experience as well as what I have seen in my work with clients, helping them with their jealousy. Um, and this could be um, just jealousy that's in a relationship. It could be jealousy that comes about after infidelity or an affair. Um, so there's... There's, a, again, a whole range of situations that can create jealousy, and I've worked with lots of people around them, so this is all to say that there's hope for you to get through, and that doesn't mean that 100% of the time you're going to kick it or that you will never feel jealous, so I just want to create some realistic expectations here, but let's just say that eight or nine times out of 10 you can get through it in your partnership. And most of the time, it will diminish the amount of jealousy that you experience, if not eliminate it. And if it doesn't eliminate it, the, ex the experience that you have will be much smaller. All right. And that's what I want for you because it's not comfortable and it actually is a, is a hindrance to experiencing the deeper levels of relationship that are possible for you and your partner. But jealousy gets in the way. However, let's not be all bummed out that jealousy is showing up, if it is, or that it has in the past, because it's a good sign. Not like that every relationship should experience jealousy, that's not what I'm saying. But if you are experiencing it, then it is an indication that there is something to be dealt with in your relationship. And that could be in the way that you and your partner are relating. It could be the way that you relate to yourself. Um, and most likely, it's a mix of both. Because as you've heard me talk about here on the podcast time and again, we have shared responsibility in relationship. It is both of our jobs to nurture the connection, to nurture the container of relationship. You may have heard me mention this word before, container. It's 
one of the most important words when it comes to talking about conscious relationship because the container of your relationship is at the core of the safety that you experience with your partner. So if you're not feeling safe, which is probably not happening if you're feeling jealous, then it's because there's there could be some adjustments that are necessarily necessary in your container. I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in a moment. First, I want to point out what is perhaps the obvious to you, which is that if you are feeling jealous, then by definition, you are in a state of being triggered. There's something going on that has inspired those feelings within you and your better judgment, your creativity, your social engagement system. Most of those things are probably in some regards going offline. So the best time to handle when you are feeling jealous is typically not when you are feeling jealous. Now, sometimes maybe a quick intervention is necessary. Um, and well, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but for the most part, if you are feeling jealous, then my encouragement to you is to see this as an indication that you need to bring yourself back into balance first. You put on your own oxygen mask and then you start breathing normally, hopefully, and then you try to deal with whatever is happening relationally with your partner. Maybe they are doing something that gives you a good reason to feel unsafe and that's the thing that we're going to talk about in a moment. But whatever it is, the the honest truth in that moment is that you've gone offline and you need to bring yourself back online. Now, I've talked about this many times in the podcast and uh, I don't happen to have the episode numbers here with me. But if you do, if you go on to neilsatin.com and you go up into the little search bar and search on triggered, then there'll be a bunch of episodes that pop up that help you deal with that phenomenon. But let's just say that right now your job is to bring yourself back into balance. A great tool for that is breathing, um, talking to the part of you that feels jealous and reassuring that part of you that you are going to be okay. And in one of the most important ways to recover from your own feelings of jealousy is to do whatever it takes to get to a place where you recognize that no matter what happens, you actually will be okay. Let's say your partner does leave you. You will be okay. Let's say your partner does think that this other person is uh, better looking than you. You will be okay. Let's say there's nothing going on at all for you to be jealous about. It's just something that's happening within you. It's sparked something and there's actually no real basis for you to be jealous, um, you're going to be okay. 
One of the best ways to figure out that you will be okay no matter what is a little challenging, but doable. And that is for you to get really clear. And again, this is something that you want to do not when you're in the heat of a jealous moment, but later on when you have maybe a few moments to yourself. See if you can get really clear on what it is that the jealousy is sparking in you. What primal fears are at the heart of your jealousy? See if you can get really clear. When my partner does this, I'm afraid that what? And see if you can answer that question. This is going to be really helpful when it comes time to deal with the situation. Because unless something truly tragic is on the other end, um, you will be okay on the other side. And I'm speaking as someone who has been cheated on, broken up with, gotten divorced. <laughs> like, I, you know, I've run the gamut. And I remember distinctly in so many of those situations feeling like I was in jeopardy. And if you had been able to talk directly to my primal brain, it probably would have said to you something like, I'm going to die. If this happens, I'm going to die. And I might shake or sweat or um, any number of things. I might get really distracted, unable to concentrate, get really angry, cry, uh, any number of possibilities, right, in the way that jealousy manifests itself. And yet on the other side of it, even when I had really valid reasons for feeling that way, I was okay. In fact, maybe an even more obvious statement here is if your partner is going to step out of the relationship and cheat on you and with no regard for you and no desire to actually figure out what the hell's going on in your relationship and come back into balance and heal the, the rifts that are clearly at work, then you are actually better off without that person. You just are. Um, now, it is possible to heal from infidelity. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying write that person off. But both people have to be willing to show up for that process if that is truly going to be healed in a relationship. In the meantime, let's get back to the conversation about what are you truly afraid of happening? And can you confront the part of you lovingly that has that fear? See if you can get really related to that part of you. Oh, wow, I see you there. You have this fear that your significant other is going to leave you or is going to... Uh, think less of you or whatever it is. Talk to yourself that way. I see you. I see that part of you. And one of the reasons for doing this is to get yourself to a place that we call self-energy. This is that place where you can be curious. You can be compassionate. You can be confident. You can be clear. And 
you can therefore look at the part of yourself that's feeling this fear with a question mark instead of in sheer terror and panic. You can look at that part of yourself with the question, huh, how come you feel that way? Or what is it that you're afraid would happen if that happened? Sometimes you can dive really deep into those fears and get to the other side of them through pure logic. Like, you know, you kind of talk yourself through what's the worst possible thing that, that could happen and you realize that it's actually not so bad. Or sometimes if you sit in that fear, and we spoke about this in the episode on undefended love with Jet Saris, um, if, you, if you rest in that place of fear and allow yourself to experience it, you could ask that part of you to not overwhelm you with the fear, but just to, to show you, wow, what is it that you're really afraid of? You can get to the other side of that and feel victorious over that fear. So I encourage you to take responsibility for the part of you that is feeling this fear, not that it isn't in some way merited or justified, but simply that the extent to which you are feeling jealous is getting in the way of your actually being able to handle the real problem. Because the real problem isn't your jealousy. The real problem is whatever is going on in the container of your relationship. But you're not going to be in a position to figure that out because you're going to have to be compassionate and curious and clear and confident. You're not going to be in a, in a place to figure that out if you don't take on your own healing work which is most likely um, coming from a place of fear that is out of proportion to what is actually going on. That isn't true all the time. You know, maybe you really are in jeopardy in your relationship. And so a certain degree of feeling fear is important as a signal. But even then, I invite you to step into handling your fear so that you can then look at the relationship more clearly. Maybe you'll realize that it's time to get out. Or maybe you'll realize that there are issues that do need to be dealt with and you'll finally be in a position to deal with them. So get clear on your fear. Get clear on the behaviors that are inspiring your fear. And just not in, not because I want you to end up laundry listing your partner. You do this, you do that. It makes me afraid. That's not why. I want you to just get really clear on what it is that's triggering you so that ultimately you'll be in a position to create boundaries if you have to around certain behaviors. And we're going to talk more about that. So at this point, you have hopefully gotten the picture that it is your job to look in at your fears and find a way to handle them. And if you know deep down, at least in some part of you, that you can trust your partner, then I would invite that into the space as well, knowing I know I can trust my partner. I am just really scared right now. I'm scared of what might happen. 
And and if especially if you're in a situation where your jealousy is being triggered, can you have that dialogue with yourself? Um, and this is particularly if your relationship is one that is probably safe. And that's happened before where I and other people have, ex- have also shared this with me as well, where it doesn't make sense to feel jealousy. You know intuitively that you're totally cool with your partner, everything's good, and yet here's that feeling. So that could be a time where you invoke your trust as a way to help you hold the part of you that's feeling fear and get to the bottom of it. Sometimes this is the kind of thing that is really helpful to work with with a coach or a therapist and you know, I invite you if you're interested to uh, to reach out to me about that. Um, and this also this kind of work around firming up your container is also something that Chloe and I talk about in our thriving intimacy course. And uh, not sure if you've looked into that at all, but if you haven't, you can visit neilsatin.com/course c o u r s e. And that will take you to the page where we describe what we teach in Thriving Intimacy. It's a seven-week online course that um, has been getting amazing results for people who have gone through it. Okay, back on track, jealousy. Now, I'm going to switch gears for a moment, and I appreciate you. If you're the one who's been on the receiving end of jealousy, you've been really patient up until now. And there's even probably a part of you that's been like, yeah, I want you to just deal with your fears and take responsibility for them. And if that's true for you, then hopefully what I just talked to your partner about uh, reassures you that there is some responsibility that they need to take for their experience. And at the same time, there is also responsibility that you need to take for your experience. So there are a couple ways to look at this. One of them is to simply look at the situation and to say, is there a grain of truth in what my partner is experiencing? Now, the truth may not be that your relationship is in jeopardy, but part of the problem when jealousy comes up is when your partner says, wow, I'm really jealous of your interactions with so-and-so. And you say, no, no, there's nothing for you to be jealous about. That denial is crazy making for your partner because they're having a feeling and that feeling is coming from somewhere. So where you can be really generous to your partner is to look objectively, as objectively as possible at the situation and decide, is there an ounce of truth in what my partner is experiencing? Am I flirting with that person? Do I get a little googly-eyed because they're such an amazing singer or artist or sexy or whatever it is? Um, do I fantasize about that person? Do I um, connect with that person in a way that's emotionally intimate? You've probably heard about emotional affairs, right? Times when uh, people don't actually have sex with other people, but where they confide in people outside of their relationship. So 
Is there any of that going on? Look within yourself and do yourself a favor by being as honest as possible with you. You don't have to admit it to your partner just yet, but be honest and objective with yourself. Now, another way to look at this is to think about the situations that you know trigger your partner's jealousy and to ask yourself for those in those moments. And if you don't know what they are, well, you may have heard that I just asked your partner to identify them. So you could ask them like, when are the times that you get jealous? So just in case you were confused about that, you can ask them. Think about those times and think about what purpose does it serve for me to have this interaction or to do this thing. So whatever it is that's inspiring your partner's jealousy, how does it serve you? Does it give you a sense of security and certainty? Does it keep things new and exciting in your life? Does it help you feel special or significant? Does it help you feel connected to someone? Maybe you're feeling a little lonely and this is a way of connecting. Does it inspire you? Do you feel richer and like you're growing from those interactions? I invite you to look as honestly as you can about what it is that you're doing and see how does it meet your needs. And maybe even rank it on a scale from one to 10, 10 being like off the charts, it meets this need and one being uh, barely. Um, and just see like how much does that interaction or that activity or that person meet your various needs? It's good information to have because now we're going to come to another important part of the conversation, which is about the container. But before we do, oh, almost forgot. So once you've figured out how those, um, how those things meet your needs and at what level, then the next thing that you can do is imagine if you were not doing that thing that is provoking your partner's jealous feelings. Imagine if you weren't doing that. What feelings would that bring up in you? There may be a part of you that speaks really loudly. Well, that, you know, that's my freedom. Like I'm, I should be able to talk to whoever I want to talk to. Or it could be a part of you that's, again, really lonely. And well, that's like a really special connection that I have with this person. Or it could be, um, the part of you that's hunger, hungering for inspiration. Um, get in touch with the part of you that maybe feels a little afraid when you think about not doing this thing. Because if it's not a big deal, then why not just stop, right? Like why cause your, why contribute to the pain of your partner? Like you could just stop, but probably you don't want to on some level because it's serving a purpose. So 
if you can figure out the purpose that it's serving, and if you can figure out the uncomfortable feeling that you would have if you didn't engage in that behavior or in those actions, now you can deal directly with those core issues that are at the heart of why you do these things. So this is the equivalent of you doing your work, of you taking responsibility for your side. So that down the road, even if you choose to keep doing the exact same things that you're doing, it won't come from a place of trying to compensate for these uncomfortable feelings that your actions right now are meant to help you with or to shield you from. Go straight for those uncomfortable feelings and then that's where your true freedom is. That's where you can make the choice, yeah, I'm still gonna interact with so-and-so, but it's gonna come from a totally different place. Trust me. And you can take a very similar tack. If you imagine the part of you that feels that uncomfortable way as an, a literal person inside of you, see if you can get to know that part of you. What do you really need? How can you show up for that part of you so that you don't have to meet that need in the external world, how can you show up that way for you? Or when you see it that clearly, perhaps you might realize that there's a way for you to meet that need in your relationship. It could be something that's right there for the taking in your relationship, or it could mean that you have to have a courageous conversation and actually ask, make a request for what you need. Maybe it can't, is coming easily in this external thing, but it doesn't come so easily in your relationship. So you might have to take a risk and ask for it, or at least to be vulnerable with your partner and share with them, this is what's going on for me. This is why I'm making the choices that I'm making. So now we've spoken about the individual work that each of you need to do. And now let's talk about the relational work, which is the container. And I could talk about the container for hours. In fact, in our Thriving Intimacy course, which I mentioned earlier, I think the segment on container is about two hours long. So there's a lot to say here. However, at its most basic level, the container is two things. It's your shared agreements and commitments about your relationship, what are the values that you subscribe to together? And it's this question of, are there exits from the relationship? Are there ways that your energy is leaking out of the relationship in a way that is detrimental to your connection with your partner? Now, almost always when there are energy leaks in your relationship, whether you think it's a big deal or not, if your partner thinks it's a big deal, then that is going to be an impediment to the safety in your relationship. And the thing is, with safety in your relationship, which ironically comes from commitment and honesty and, and having these shared agreements and closing your exits, with that commitment and solid container, and safety comes amazing freedom and latitude. 
If your partner can learn to completely trust you, and if you can learn to completely trust your partner, then that opens up the door for all kinds of freedom. Because one, neither of you is going to do anything to jeopardize that safety because it is hard earned and hard won. And especially if there's a rupture in safety, if you've gone through that process once or twice of like coming back to safety, you recognize that you only have to do that a few times before you're like, why the fuck am I going to do that over and over again? I'm going to preserve this container because it holds me. It fuels me. It can fuel you if it doesn't become something that's stagnating. But it can be an amazing source of life force for you if you allow it to be. So these things that are provoking jealousy, at least in this moment, they are ways that the energy is leaking from your relationship. So at least in the short term, I invite you to create some collaborative agreements around whatever is provoking jealousy to see if you can come to a mutual understanding that creates safety right now. Okay, I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z. And And in order to not do those things, I have to trust that you are going to be doing your work, that you are going to be trying to heal whatever it is that's at the the heart of your fears. Or maybe there's some relationship repair work that you have to do if it comes down to admitting like, yeah, actually, I've been thinking about getting together with that person, or actually, that person really does threaten our relationship. Um You know, I have respect for our relationship, but they don't. And so there is a safety issue there. So there may be some real honesty that has to come out. And from that, I invite you to get support um, so that you can work through whatever comes up and get to the other side of that. So you create some boundaries and you close the exits in your relationship. And you come up also with ways to handle when jealousy starts to come up. Um, Like any trigger, it can be so helpful to have a code word, to have a way to be like, you know, I'm I'm experiencing, you know, the ugly green monster, whatever whatever it's called, you know, it's or sometimes it's helpful again to use a um, just an innocent word like pineapple or. Um, doorknob or whatever it is, just to be like, yeah, I'm feeling that feeling. And you and your partner can then regroup and be like, okay, what's going on? And how do we create, how do we reestablish the safety right here and now? So that's helpful for both of you. If you're the one who's feeling unsafe, then it can be really helpful for you to see your partner responding to you, to your needs. And if you're the one who's um, who needs to limit yourself to some degree in order to create that safety, then it's going to help you do a couple things. One is to see like, hmm, in this situation, was I really doing something that jeopardized the safety of our relationship? Was I truly? Can I look at that honestly? Was I trying to meet one of those needs that I explored before? Did I simply um, violate or bump up against one of the boundaries that we've established in our relationship? 
And by the way, those things can be different for for anyone. Like some relationships are totally cool with people flirting with others and you know, in a in an open relationship, people are cool with people sleeping with others. So it's up to you as a couple to be really clear about what you're even agreeing to and to be on board with that. And if something starts to look like, well, that's not something I'm sure I can continue to agree with, then, wow, the hard thing, but there's so much juice and richness there, is to have that conversation before it actually becomes a boundary violation wow, I know we had this agreement that we weren't going to flirt with other people, but when I'm around so-and-so, I just can't help myself. Um, I'm, not sure I can, I'm not sure I can measure up to that agreement. Well, that conversation may not become one where you suddenly get permission to flirt with that person. Hopefully, it becomes an opportunity for you and your partner to get curious. Wow, what's really going on? Um, is there a way that we can show up together in that, in our connection? Our, have we lost our flirtatiousness? How do we reclaim that? How do we rediscover it in a new way? Or maybe there's this question like, well, do you think you could flirt with that person without it truly impacting the way you feel about us or our connection? Can you, can you say with 100% certainty that you can do that without draining energy from our connection. You know, I do come down on the side of monogamy almost always because there's so much that's possible when those boundaries are clear and solid and safe. And inevitably, at some point, you're going to have to have these conversations, which can be challenging. And again, you need to pay attention to your own level of triggeredness or to what's going on in your partner. And if at any point you get triggered, you have to come back to yourself before you continue. Because the only way you're going to have this conversation in a way that leads to a positive outcome is if you can stay curious, if you can stay compassionate. And if you can get to the place where you realize that you really do want the best for each other. Because if you are jealous of your partner, it's not that you want your partner to suffer, right? You don't want them to lead a, a boring, uninspired life. You just want to figure out how can we do that and still stay safe, stay safe in our relationship. I will say that these kinds of issues, if you can put them to bed, then you will experience so much more energy in your relationship for other things that it can make the energy that you thought you were getting from, let's say, flirting with other people just seem like so small in comparison. That is possible for you. Or maybe you're in that one time out of 10 situation where one of you doesn't want to do the work or one of you is unwilling to keep the container safe. And if that's true, then I invite you to ask yourself why you're punishing each other. Like, why do it? Why stay in relationship? This isn't saying you should break up right now. I, I want you to actually answer the question. Like, why are you doing this to each other? 
Is there something deeper going on? Are you playing something out that you need to play out? And if so, maybe you could find a way to actually heal that thing that you're trying to play out so that it isn't making you or your partner into a victim in your relationship. Generally, there are really healthy ways to heal and grow and feel that thriving that comes from putting issues of jealousy more or less uh, behind you so that you can move on. And again, this doesn't mean that you'll never feel jealous, but it does mean that you'll have a solid foundation of safety so that so much more becomes possible for you. And sometimes it's the lack of safety in a vulnerable connection that keeps you from experiencing the real juice in your connection. It's really easy to experience the juice when your relationship is new and you're just discovering another person. That's easy. It's way more challenging to get through your vulnerability and the places where you're uncomfortable and to do it in a way where you really develop understanding with your partner once you do that and get to the other side, then there's so much energy and vitality that's available for you that, again, just makes the, the other stuff look really small in comparison. Don't take my word for it. Try it out. So this has been my comprehensive episode on jealousy. And of course, there's even more to talk about, but I think that we've covered the basics here. If you have questions, I invite you to show up in the Relationship Alive community on Facebook and ask them. There are over a thousand people there who are there to help support you in having an amazing relationship. Um, so that's on Facebook, the Relationship Alive community. Um, you can also email me, neilius at neilsatin.com, N-E-I-L-I-U-S. As I've mentioned before, I cannot always get back to you, but if you have more nuanced questions, I can bring that into a future episode. Or if you want to work with me as a coach, um, sometimes I have spots available, reach out through my website. You'll see there's a little um, section about coaching. and So go there and click on it. And you can sign up for a, for a get to know you session with me. I think that's about it. Otherwise, I appreciate your being here with me today. I hope this has been really helpful for you, both in understanding what's at the heart of jealousy, both in your experience of jealousy or in the way that you provoke jealousy in your partner, and that this has given you some really solid tools for getting to the other side so that you can reconnect, find that safety, and after that, find the flourishing that happens after. It is such a relief when you don't have to worry about this shit anymore, and it is possible. So I will see you next week, and at this moment, I'm not sure yet who we're going to be talking to, but I guarantee you that it's going to be amazing because I have such a fun lineup of guests to kick off this year. Um, so check out last week's episode. I'll see you next week, and in the meantime, take care, sending so much love and courage, especially if you're tackling this issue of jealousy. Take care for now. 
And thank you for listening to another episode of Relationship Alive. If you like what you've heard and want to make it easier for other people to find out about us, please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and to rate and review us on iTunes. If you have questions or comments or want to continue the conversation, you can always join our Relationship Alive community Facebook group. And for more information about today's episode, visit us online at neilsatin.com slash podcast. Or you can always text the word passion, P-A-S-S-I-O-N, to the number 33444 for more information. Finally, do you have a burning question that you're hoping we can have answered here on Relationship Alive, either for a future or past guest? Let me know and I'll see what I can do. Take care and see you next time.